I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Back when I first grabbed that pen, I told myself I was going to win and I ain't no win, but it was going to end up happening. I won't end. So you can take your top five list that are alive and put me after M. I'm a fucking genius gripping my fucking penis living this life. You can tell me nothing. Still ain't really got no money fucking right. I'm all about that real, about that real. This ain't no motion picture. I tell you how that feel, how that feel. Even when the eyes are against you, they want to see me wear polo drawers and put two chains on. And that ain't wrong, but that ain't me. I go too damn hard. I don't need clothes or jewelry. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We are in the house for the last day of the week of shows. Yes, sir. And then uh be feedback time, y'all. Mm, so I hope you got mm. your feedback in. Um, hope you did, too. Hope you voted in the polls. Hope you left comments. Uh think we had some pretty interesting episodes this week. Oh, we have. Got a lot of feedback all over the place already on Twitter <laughs> and know, stuff. right? People really uh enjoying the last couple shows. Episodes, man. they are. Yep. So, um, let's, let's go ahead and get right into the show. This is the Blackout Tips. Find us at theblackouttips.com. Find all the contact information in the about section. Was it that easy? You can also do things like sign up to be a premium listener, get all the shows that are, you know, um, the archive shows, get, get the access to our spinoff shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, that we do all the time and um you know enjoy those too um yeah because even when we're off they're never off yep so we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that um you can also uh vote in the polls leave comments all that good stuff uh leave us five star reviews on itunes and we promise we'll read them on the show regardless of content doesn't matter what you say Mm -mm. uh we will read it uh you could tell us that we suck um it will get read because that's a promise that we made you guys okay yes it is uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. uh, and today's podcast is double sponsored it's sponsored at first by our friends people that we know and love shout out our productions this podcast is sponsored by their short film perspective find out why this film was nominated for best comedy short best dialogue and friend of the show kelly Ryder for best young performer you can watch it now by going to shadowdollproductions.com slash per.html and get it in as a digital download for less than five bucks. Or if you live in L.A. and you want to watch it with Shadow Dog Productions and Kelly Ryder on um, Friday, DM at Shadow Dog Prod on Twitter and uh, you can go watch it you know live at a, at a you know at an award show and stuff man. I know, like, I'm jealous is that kind of I wish I, I, wish I was go. out there. I, I know I was I would like go. me too. Um of course, our other sponsor is Tweak Audio, tweakedaudio.com, tweakedaudio.com. You want to go there, put in the code TBGWT, get 33% off of headphones that go in your ear, just earbuds. Some of them come kind of mics, uh, some of them, uh, you know, are different colors, shapes, sizes, and all that great stuff, different levels of expense. Uh, I think, you know, and then not, not, none of them are crazy expensive. I think the most expensive headphones are like only $40 or something. Mm-hmm. But then they have headphones starting at like $10, $12. Also, when you use our code, you get 33% off. Um, and it helps us because we get some of that money too. So go there, put in code TBGWT. And the biggest, uh, the biggest thing about this deal is it comes with a lifetime guarantee. And I know you guys who listen to podcasts, you work out in the gym. You know, it's like when you, if you have an iPhone, right? The most frustrating thing about the iPhone is you get those earbuds when you first buy it, 
and you're like cool i can work out in these someone gives me a call at the gym i just hit a button next thing you know i'm talking on my microphone to them i don't even have to take my headset off and they break those iPhone headphones break every time. It's like buying a oh, go-by. shortage. Right. It's like buying a dollar store toy, you know? Oh, them don't last long. Them last about as long as the M&Ms do. do. By the time you get to the car, they're gone. That's about how the go-by is. By the time you walk to the car, it's broken. Right. So you got to get the lifetime guarantee, and then it's free. It's no additional charge, but you'll be able to send your headphones in, get a replacement pair for absolutely nothing. Go to tweakedaudio.com, use TBGWT, uh, and it helps everybody out, guys. So I uh, appreciate everybody that does that. And I see you guys tweeting to them and at Tweaked Audio on uh, Twitter and telling them, like, hey, I'm going to get some headphones. So cool, man. I appreciate that. Um, I have a couple random thoughts, but we got a ton of articles, a ton of articles. We're going to try to breeze through and as, see what the time, you know, with the time that we have. And uh, Okay. See what we can do, you know. We can do this, sir. Uh, my first random thought was, um, how come porn stars don't get the same tattoo advertisements that boxers have? What do you mean by that? Well, you know how um, boxers have like uh, back in the day they would get like these fa- these paintings on their backs, and they take off their shirt, and then it's like. You like know, a billboard. Go to bettingonvegas.com. And Those are temporary, right? Yeah, it's temporary. Okay. As they start fighting, it, it sweats away. Yes. Kind of disappears after a couple rounds and then it's no longer, but they get paid for that. I wonder why oh. porn stars haven't looked into that because their body is really their real selling point and they a lot of them have tattoos and stuff already now, but. Yes, they do. And, and I think my personal opinion is that for a lot of people, uh, they watch porn. Uh, Unless they are into women with tattoos all over their bodies, for a lot of people, it would be a complete turn off. They're like, I come to see your ass and titties. I didn't come to see your ass and titties covered in tattoos. But it would disappear after a couple of minutes anyway. You know, that's oh, how it you does. Want to, oh, the same kind of they did. Not, yeah. not like the real live life. Well, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah, just like a bangbros.com. Because it, it be hot as shit in there. And they be sweating hard. The hell be falling. Yeah, about a good, a good five to ten minutes of fucking, a, a, a sucking the dick. Yeah, been no sweat it away. Yeah, I was like, why? Why is anybody doing that? It seems like it makes sense. Yeah, while her ass is in the shot, you know, just hey, buy your thongs here. Right, it seems like a very easy, like Adam and Eve. Use code TBGWT get fifty percent off. You know, all on your back. Mm-hmm. Couple minutes in the fucking, it's gone anyway. Yeah, and uh, you know, you got free advertising. You know, you made some money off advertising. Yeah, cause you know, you and, and especially if they be like, hey, if you want your, well, they could really make that money if you wanted your avatar. I mean, not your avatar. If you wanted your tattoo on certain people, have people pay. But like, hey, you you want you want yours on? Let's say Sarah J. You know, pay so much for arms, so much for legs, so much for titties, so much for ass cheek. You know how they kind of do the big like NASCAR. Yes, and you know, and the bigger you is, the more it costs. I promise you, people will pay for that. Yeah, maybe I'm. You know, I'll ask Sarah J or one of the porn stars next time we have them on yeah, the show. Would that be something they people, especially like you said, it, it'll fade away, so it's not like it'll be that the entire scene. Right. Um. Another thing I was thinking about when we were on vacation. Hmm. One of the things that weirds me out, and I'm sure we've all experienced this as children ourselves, but you ever see kids that are too fucking small to be on vacation? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not even going to remember this shit. Mm-hmm. Like I that, think it's a waste of my personal opinion. I think if your child is of the age 
where especially if you're gonna take them on a very very expensive trip right um it's a waste of time and money because uh, i had a co-worker and uh she t- took her grandkids to disney world but they were like really really small mm-hmm. and they were like you know eight nine and they was like grandma let's go she was like they was like they was like grandma let's go disney world she was like i took y'all when y'all was in for i looked at her sideways i was like um, baby, they don't remember that trip, so you might as well have waited to take them when they could remember the trip. Right, it's like taking somebody with Alzheimer's. They're never going to fucking remember you did that for mm-hmm. them. Like, you I got saw, photos and pictures, but they're not going to remember the event. Yeah, like if your kid isn't old enough to walk, why the fuck are you even taking them to the beach? They ain't going to remember that shit. Like you driving hours, you know, drop them off at grandma's or something and... You and your man go have a good time. Y'all are actually appreciated and you might get the fuck. Like, I can't think of anything. <laughs> ah, I know, right? Without being interrupted or having time. I mean, I got to go pee or some shit like that. Yeah, I can't think of anything that would suck worse than having to deal with a kid and you're trying to get it in in the hotel room and shit. Like, now I got to bring this little motherfucker with me and shit. No, you know what happened? La, la, la. I feel bad. A lot of parents just don't fuck on vacations because a lot of times they save money. They don't get a separate room for the, especially if they're small like that. Your child's not going to be in a separate room. So all y'all going to be in there. So guess what you ain't do? Fucking. And I'm a solution oriented guy. So what I was thinking is why don't they just lie to their kids? Like if I had kids, I would just lie to them. And like everywhere we go would be a vacation. <laughs> Like I would take them to like I would I would be like they would be like Daddy, how come we never went to Disneyland? And I'd be like, Boy, you know we went to Disney World. And I'd be like I don't remember. I'd be like, You don't remember the mouse when we came in? You don't remember the mouse waving at you? <laughs> See, and you don't remember all the toys? And see, you don't remember playing in the ball pit? Mm, you don't remember no, playing it? You don't remember playing video games and all that stuff? And they'd be like, I don't remember that. And I'd be like, Yes, you do. It was uh the 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 mouse was gray, and it had a hat on, and see, and then I, y'all had pizza. Remember we had pizza no. at Disneyland, Mm-mm. and they'd be like, "Oh, you know what? We did go to Disneyland." I said, "That's Mm-mm. right," but really, we went to Chuck E. Cheese. And I'm gonna say, "Your daddy lied." <laughs> That's all we gotta come no, up with. Chuck E. Cheese. Why would you lie? Why would you? Why would you try to, t- to do that to the kids? <laughs> well, I'll be like, "No," I'll be like, "You know what? You want to go to Walt Disney World? Well, you have enough money to pay that mouse. You can take your ass down to Walt Disney World." Trying to ruin the kids' lives. I'm trying. No, I ain't to, trying to ruin the yeah, kids' lives. Yeah, you are trying not to let the kids. <laughs> Be able to experience this, uh, you know, the euphoria of telling their friends, hey, I did go to Disney World. Okay? That's what they can tell their kid, their friends now. I went to Disney World too. No, I mean, we, I mean, it's something that, like I said, I, I don't mind doing it because I like shit like that. So. I had all kinds of tokens and tickets and like, that's right, you did go to Disney World. That's right. Mm-hmm. Little kid, you went on vacation with us. Yeah, you could say you went chicken cheese, I guess if you called out a vacation. If, if I took them to like the mall, I'd be like, this is a vacation. Like, remember we went to the water park? It was, you threw a penny into the water fountain? Yeah, I mean, to an extent, you're you, you, uh, technically telling the truth, but it ain't really vacation. Kids are fucking stupid, Karen. And people keep, <laughs> people keep treating them like they're not. And that's one of the biggest lies that we have going on right now. Just a lot of those little motherfuckers tell them shit that they can't confirm. Just, yeah, dog, uh, it was awesome. I remember I took you to Disney World and you played in the water mm-hmm. fountain and, uh, remember that you played by the ball pit and you had all those tokens and tickets. Remember that? You, you had a great time. <laughs> they won't figure that shit out till like 16, 17 years old. By then it'll be too late. Let's see.
that's why i say lie to him about santa i lie to yeah, kids this is why we don't got kids people. i got damon kids believing that i am mr carowinds and they think <laughs> you are not mr. they think that my house is carowinds uh theme park shit i wish it was they that's i told them i tell I, and i tell them like uh they always go there and they go i didn't see you there and i said well i wasn't home y'all <laughs> need to let me know <laughs> y'all, y'all need to let me know when y'all coming can't just show up to my house unannounced and like let me know when y'all coming i'll come out there and uh meet you at the water park mm-hmm yep i'll just tell them i live there shit come out the water but like, hey i was i was i was down in the fish tank um so all right we have a bunch of articles and stuff to talk about too okay, okay. uh we have no more dude bro updates at this moment uh they yanked all their shit off they deleted their twitter account um, yeah i seen that i didn't really i mean when deleted when, their podomatic page like they yeah. didn't just take down the episodes they deleted the page. I think iTunes is slow to update, but if you click on their episodes, it won't play, play. because the mm-hmm. files are gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know about his personal Facebook page. Some people tell me it's private. I don't, I don't check. I don't care. Uh, and uh, I think they deleted their Facebook like actual page page. That's deleted. Oh, well, people can click and follow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can follow their, 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 their podcast. Like, that's gone. Um, so, good riddance, man. Like, don't be a racist troll like that, man. Just, you know, it, it's okay to j- just be cool, like people, support what you like, but, you know, don't rip people for being doing better than you. Um, don't try to get publicity by being negative. Yeah, that ain't and the way. don't think that all the shit you say can't be traced back to you, man. Don't just go out here trying to bully and harass people online like it's a fucking game. This is not... My life isn't the YouTube comments. Ain't that the truth? You know, um, I'm, I don't like, I know that some people are flattered by having people that dislike them. They, oh, if you don't got no haters, you don't even doing nothing right. I'm not one of those people. Uh, I would prefer that my haters leave me the fuck alone and I never know about them. Ain't that the truth? Go hate in the corner somewhere by yourself. I ain't got to see your ass. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I, I think just the idea. I think it's already ludicrous that we have fans as a concept. Like I still try to wrap my head around the idea of so-and-so is a fan of what we do because True. I don't feel special. Like I always felt like fans were for people that are supremely talented yeah. or gifted or, or was doing something spectacular yeah, or something like, like that. Like yeah. Dave Chappelle has fans. Prince has, has fans. fans um you know tosh, I, tosh has fans tosh Pillow has right fans. i don't yeah. think to myself like rod you have fans like, no pe- but but we we kind of do we have right. people that root for us that some people will never even meet us and never know us but they root for the best for us and that's they want us to succeed and you know we have people that put money on the line for us that's true too to you know because they believe in our product and they believe and what in what we, we do, do. And they're entertained by it. And, you know, that is a humbling thought already. But I'm not out here trying to make enemies. I'm not no, out here to fight people. Me either. But if you come at us um, and you, you're just trying to, uh, you know, I don't know, just trying to take us down just for being good at what we do, being successful at what we do, I feel like we have every right to defend ourselves. And, uh I, I don't feel sorry that that guy, you know, possibly doesn't have a job or anything because, you know, I I don't feel sorry for somebody that is out there trolling. And I definitely don't think a person like that should be around someone's kid. So 
um i'm glad to see they took their shit down that was not even my intention when i started this thing mm-hmm. but they took um, that down probably on their own accord based off of the situation he's probably been addressed somebody said something to him he was like i better take this shit down yeah but i mean i don't think anyone that is unbiased could see that situation and go those guys had a point or those guys were right i think everybody would just be like yeah those dudes were fucking assholes and they were harassing you and uh especially when you did nothing to provoke it other than just existing right so i mean it's just these are people real lives man i stress the shit all the time when people go in on ash shabby B, shabby that's a person people go in on uh even that a dude like mo giselle or whatever that dude's name who apparently person. constantly was ragging women and talking bad about single mothers and shit even people like that when you go in on them they are people and mm-hmm. i'm not saying you can't go in on them i'm Mm-mm. just saying they might retaliate because everything mm-hmm. is real all, everything yeah, you say is everything you put out into the universe does have an effect i think people feel like we don't have we don't believe in any responsibility with our speech but that but i think it couldn't be further from the truth like yes we like we push the envelope because for a purpose like we feel like this is a space that black people need to occupy and that we're often denied anyway but the point being um there's nothing i'm saying on the show that i can't stand behind true and i said it <clears throat> on one time before and i said again freedom of speech does not eliminate freedom freedom of consequences from that speech yes you, you yes you have the right to say whatever the fuck you want to say you really really do you have the right to say it but once them words roll off your tongue roll off your lips hit the atmosphere and hit other people's ears guess what the people have the same right to respond however they choose to respond to you and everybody might not respond to you the way that you think that they should they might not respond in a tweet in a post they might get violent with you people think that there's rules to the game quote-unquote and you know our matter of fact we didn't talk about this on the show because we were off that week but i would have at the time but um when feminista jones and crystal from the read and they when they got into it i remember being like this is kind of what happens because people don't believe in rules they don't believe in the same shit so you might have a rule where i'm never going to talk about your parenting but but other people maybe you talk about shabby having a child out of wedlock and you know and and being homeless so you know some fatherhood jokes might get thrown around by somebody or someone you're cool with or whatever like he might come back at you and be talking straight noise about you and your kid and it's like people don't believe in these rules like everybody ain't out here on the same script no they don't and, you know and, and and your line of disrespect might not be somebody else's line of disrespect and then some people might not have no lines like fuck right. it i got the right to say whatever the fuck i want and they just go at everybody and all this shit is admissible in the court of law yes, all it this is. shit is recorded and archived like being harassed is it's a real not, thing yeah and it's and it's you have the right not to be harassed but when you're harassing people it's almost like you're it's like you want to play the game you want to play tag you know you want to touch the person and then when they try to get you back or someone else tries to get you uh for something you did it's like oh i'm off limits you know i'm a victim now i I got bullied i'm getting picked on and i see so many people do it and i feel like 
shit can get real man yes it you know can. like if somebody were to um you know go at go for go for your paper go at your job go at you know the people you write for and stuff like that we'd all be like wow that's crazy that person went that far but a lot of people would are so like eager to see blood in the water they're just like fuck you yeah i'm glad you lost your mm-hmm. job fuck like even with this shit there's a lot of people on um that were on my timeline like yo i'm glad that dude i hope he lost his job i hope he blah 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 and you know i'm not even saying whether that's good or bad but just the idea of i wasn't on here going i hope you lose your job but people are like hey blood in the water fuck this guy there's no rules to this shit so it's just kind of funny um that those guys think that they they could you know be racist put you know all this shit and try to hide slightly behind uh, anonymity and then when the light gets shined on them they turn tail and run because they don't really want to stand behind that shit Mm-mm. it was fun and it was cool until somebody says hey um i don't think what you're doing is right right and i don't approve of this and it's one of those things where it was like, oh, we we got to quit doing this. We got to shut it down because at the end of the day, it was a hobby to you. It it yeah. really wasn't uh, everything to you like our podcast is everything to us. It's, and that's why I don't get on this microphone and lie. It's why I don't get on the microphone and try to pretend to be somebody I'm not. It's not. It's why I don't get on this microphone and try to do a radio show. Yep. I try to have a conversation Station. with my wife and friends about uh, topics and general discussion because that is more natural and i'm never faking it i'm never being put i'm never putting on uh airs and you know when we get on this mic man we are 500 some episodes deep we don't go after people on the, we're not on here to be like now we're gonna take down this podcast Mm-mm. now we're gonna talk shit about this person no. we're gonna troll adam carolla till he acknowledges us no I, we're not that show we're definitely not that show and i don't want to be a part of a show that does that like i right. honestly i hate li- i'm telling you i hate listening to shows like that shows right. that their whole gist is to pick and poke fun and talk shit and bring people down i don't fuck with shows like that um that has a lot to do with why i don't listen to a lot of um uh, new york uh radio because a lot of them are into that slanderish into that uh well you know we got we, we got to do shit to keep our ratings up we got to keep listeners here and it's like well damn if y'all just be yourselves people to listen and what people have to realize that shit don't keep people that shit don't keep people around that shit don't keep people tuning in all that shit is temporary because what we do we're building fans for a lifetime we're not building temporary fans we're, we're building people that will be here to support us that will be here where we can support them and, and 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 the thing that i can say about us and our fans that i can't speak for everybody else we might not be the biggest but i can tell you one thing between me and Roderick and everybody out here, we consider everybody that listens and, and um, supports the show and all that. Y'all actually are more than um, fans. Y'all are actually friends and family and loved ones to us. We've met y'all in person. Wait, no, I don't support that. That's Karen Uh-oh. saying that. That's me. Yes, She always is. goes off on this tangent, and I always have to reel it back in. <laughs> I don't believe y'all are my family. Um, some of y'all are friends. Some of y'all aren't. And some of y'all are crazy. Um, it's a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, some of y'all are crazy. Yeah, I, I'm not bad. There's a few that I wouldn't let in my house. No. And, you know, no offense to you guys, but uh, it's cool. I just, I actually just don't think, I think people always say that, but that's because they feel like there's some sort sort of like negative connotation to being a fan of something and that's I think, true 
I don't think there is. I no. think I think being a fan is like one of the coolest fucking things you can do to a person is to be like, I just like you or your product and I want it to succeed. Like and, and uh, that's the purest emotion you can have. Like I kind of envy people, uh, especially with podcasting. Like once you start your own podcast, I feel like you can no longer really maintain that fanhood. That's just purely observatory. Like you're True. like you're gonna give your take on this topic too, and you're gonna have your show, and you're gonna yeah. it's, you know it's interactive versus like standard radio is not as interactive. Yeah, I like the idea of being able to be a fan of something. I like being I a fan when we do our spoiled movie reviews. Like I feel like our reviews are better because we're fans of the shit we go and see. It's not just yeah, I don't go how can I tear down this movie mm-hmm. that I told you months ago i was gonna hate and i just i only went to see it so i can make jokes like i if whenever you hear us being disappointed about something we saw we're genuinely disappointed yes whenever whenever you see us giving props to something we're genuinely giving it props um so i'm not gonna start the whole y'all are friends and family some of y'all are yes but a lot of people are fans and i think that's actually cooler like y'all are just y'all like us no matter what and that's fucking dope and yeah i i I think it i i guess to me it's just it's just awesome. And to me, I'm kind of like Roger. Sometimes it's just mind blowing for people to say, I'm a fan. And you go, well, I'm just a normal person. There's nothing right. spectacular about me. I don't have all these talents or anything like that. I just turn the microphone and, and, and talk. And, and that's what I do. Which is why I got like, why I don't understand why somebody would rather take the time out to take a shot at us than to network with us or ignore us completely. Cause that both of those would take less effort they're talking shit about us um, that's true too because at the end of the day we, we're just doing our thing and we actually want other podcasters to do their thing too and we don't have an issue we'll work with anybody we'll, we'll reach across the aisles and work with a lot of people so we don't have an issue a problem uh, working and networking with people or anything like that but you know the problem is is the problem with the problem that me and Roger have is the fact that it's, it's put like this. I also, I think that when it comes to podcasting, people don't have etiquette sometimes or just how to talk to people like the human beings. And it's one of well, those. Well, they're trying to imitate shit. It's kind of like when a lot of people first start rapping. What, what happens for a lot of dudes is they sound like their favorite rapper and a bad imitation of their favorite rapper. True. So maybe your favorite rapper is Jay-Z. All of a sudden, you're a dude who went to college, but you're talking about killing people and selling drugs. That's not you. That And that's what happens with a lot of these people. They don't have a voice. They're not being themselves, so they get on the air, and it's our impersonation of Opie and Anthony. It's our impersonation of Howard Stern. It's our imperson- It's our way of doing Joe Rogan. And it's often hack and it's bad and it's why your shit isn't good. It's why people mm-hmm. don't want to listen to it because it's like instead of being you, I'd rather listen to Adam Carolla be Adam Carolla than you try to be a terrible version, version. of Adam Carolla. Yes, and that is the biggest difference. You know, you have to have some authenticity, and that's what everybody really is. If I, I wish, like, I when I talk to people that do podcasts and stuff, and sometimes they'll be like, "Well, what 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 advice do you have for me?" I really don't have a lot of advice because. Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, the real thing that every podcast is selling is the uniqueness of the relationships they create either with their audience or with each other. That's true, too. When people tune in to Where's My 40 Acres, they're not. I I can listen to a hundred different sources to find out what the latest hip hop news is. Yes, because they're out there. Yes. Right. But I don't get the genuine. These people were 
have were like raised together these people have a history together yes have bonds genuinely like each other yes you know um i don't get that from everywhere you know when people when you turn to a, a podcast and people are faking arguing because they feel like that's uh what people what sales people want to hear you people can argue. tell yeah you can hear it immediately like these people are just fake arguing because they think it's cute and that it'll get listeners and it's shit like that that turns people off you know when mm-hmm. um when listeners aren't stupid yeah when you hear people doing their radio voice <laughs> then when you hear that shit you're like i'm turned off this is not authentic it's not what people listen to sh- shows for so be authentic man if you're gonna approach us uh you know i'd rather you do it out of respect or not at all so me too you know good riddance to a bad podcast and good riddance to those dudes but mm-hmm. um all right let's talk about something else karen we got articles tons of them actually okay um the first one was this is going around the internet it's insane it's like like you ever read something so crazy you're like this gotta be made up true right okay well apparently there's a lady who has an autistic son and her neighbor sent her like an anonymous letter yes yeah, one of them things where folks only want to stand behind it where you should have signed it and wrote your name on it if you was bold enough to write it yeah like, an anonymity makes people fucking bold man yes it does because if she had to sign her goddamn name this woman would have never got this letter right and if she was gonna say anything it would have been way calmed down this shit is on 27 if she had to talk to this person like a person to their face it would have been so much more kinder and caring and all that shit because people seem to only be as nice as they are made to be by the situation they are in yep it's like oh i'm in your face and you can punch me let me be nice wait i'm on a keyboard and you can't find me fuck you blah 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 blah, blah. right yeah that anonymity and that internet courage man calls people to do a lot of fucked up shit so she writes to the lady living at this address i also live in the neighborhood and i have a problem for exclamation points you have a kid that is mentally handicapped and you consciously decided that it would be a good idea to live in a close proximity neighborhood like this for question marks you selfishly put your kid outside every day and let him be nothing but a nuisance and a problem to everyone else with that noise polluting wailing he constantly makes three exclamation points that noise he makes when he's outside is caps lock dreadful like eight or nine exclamation points it scares the hell out of my normal children six exclamation points when you feel your idiot kid needs fresh air take care take him out to the park you dope just imagine every end of every sentence has a bunch of exclamation points okay, guys? yeah we have a nature trail let him run around those places and make noise crying babies music even barking dogs are normal sounds in a residential neighborhood he is not many 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 exclamation points he is a hindrance to everyone and will always be that way who the hell is going to care for him bunch of question marks no employer will hire him no normal girl is going to marry love him and you are not going to live forever personally they should take whatever non-retarded body parts he possesses and donate it to science wow what the hell good is he to anyone you had a retarded kid deal with it properly what right do you have to do this hard to hard-working people i hate people like you who believe just because you have a special needs kid you are entitled to special treatment god do everyone in your in our community a huge favor and move then move scram move away and get out of this type of neighborhood setting go live in a trailer in the woods or something with your wild animal kid 
nobody wants you living here and they don't have the guts to tell you do the right thing and move or euthanize him either way we are all better off sincerely one pissed off mother and you know what if somebody wrote this shit to me you know what i would do i would take my child outside and he would cry from the sun up to the goddamn sun went down fuck you bitch and you know what and also what people fail to realize is this the sad part about it is that when people make the choice to have children you have no uh, people assume your child is going to be healthy you cannot always assume that you're going to have a healthy child mm-hmm. um and also it would not surprise me when people write stuff like this it would not surprise me if this person was in in um uh, uh racist too because it's one of this shit where like you're not normal something wrong with you you know you you're insulting the child you 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 you're saying why should i have to treat you like somebody because you're different why should i have to put up and deal with anything different than what's quote unquote normal and the thing is that um it's sad and it's one of those things too because but like this, if ever, if you really, 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 really stood behind this, sign your name, lady. That's all I asked. Because, you know, if she signed her name, this woman would show up at a goddamn house and the woman knows this. Mm-hmm. So you want to write this nasty letter to this woman, but you really don't want to stand behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue that I have. Yeah. Um, Canadian authorities are considering criminal charges, albeit not for a hate crime against whomever wrote a stark letter to an Ontario family urging them to either move or euthanize their autistic son. Oh, this is in Canada? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Canada. Prosecutors determined that despite the hateful language used, the content of the letter falls below the threshold for a hate crime. However, there are other criminal code issues that are being considered. The anonymous letter stirred a far-reaching outcry, as well as prompted neighbors to rally behind the targeted 13-year-old Max Begley since it became public. The letter signed one pissed-off mother castigates Begley's family for what they describe as a nuisance and the teen poses. The, that noise he makes, uh, well, that's just a quote from the letter and stuff like that. But um, the letter, the message was delivered to Max's grandmother's house about 15 minutes from the Begley home in Oshawa, a town 40 miles from Toronto. The boy's father, James, explained that he works and has multiple sclerosis. So Max goes to his grandmother's three to four times a week. If someone is sick enough to not only have those thoughts, but to write those thoughts out and have to mail them, they should be considered dangerous. We are all concerned. Yes uh so yeah it's crazy yes because it's like okay now do i have to feel you attacking my child attacking me because you know you feel like this is the last time i'm going to deal with your wailing child yeah people just think that if you don't put your name behind something you can do whatever the fuck you want yes they do you know that's pretty much the way yes they do what they feel people can't find you they can't find you yeah this is crazy And, and you know and i really hope they find this person and press charges Mm-hmm. don't write shit like this um here's an article i thought was fucking stupid like um i don't really do relationship advice honestly but sometimes i read relationship advice and i'm like this people no one knows what the fuck they're talking about mm-hmm. right and there's a lot of guys who buy into this stereotype that your woman is your mother Okay, and your she is not. girlfriend is your mom. She's mm-hmm. here to clean up after you, wipe your ass, to cook. Uh, I didn't say wipe your ass, but she's here to clean up for you. She's here to cook for you. She's here to, um, you know, nurture you, and also she's here to discipline you. 
that's the biggest part you know this like and it's and it's a trope that we see in every form of relationship humor it's mm-hmm. your, the, the woman is always don't spend money on this don't go out and do that and the guy's always i don't know i i do i can't control myself i gotta go do stupid stuff i came home drunk and now my girl's mad at me because i couldn't help myself and women are so much in control you know all that shit well one of those tropes that is often talked about and every time i hear it i just kind of shake my head because i just can't believe people live this way people have to trick their significant others into letting them watch sports yeah i see i've actually had people ask me you let your husband play basketball and i look at them like "Uh, what you bitch what you talking about let him play basketball that's a grown-ass man right like no one lets anyone do anything no. when you're equals like you can do something if someone has a problem with it you can voice your concerns but at the end of the day i'm not your fucking parent i can't Dude. i forbid you to go outside like no and but but a lot of people really subscribe to this yes they do they yeah. really really do and now it's a difference between being concerned and loving and never like, hey, you know, uh, you know, check in when you do things versus let me. And and this and I, like I said, I guess we're different. You ain't my daddy, and I ain't your mama. Yeah, I mean, it, but you like I said, it's something that people talk about often, right? Yes, it is. Well, here's an article on BuzzFeed: Nine Ways to Trick Your Significant Other into Letting You Watch Sports. And I feel like this: if you gotta trick somebody, y'all don't need to be together. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you got to trick them versus just be yourself, why are y'all together? Right. I would, would write an article called One Way to Tell Your Significant Other You Want to Watch Some Sports. Hey, I'm about to watch the game. Mm-hmm. The end. Ah, clear it is. Like, and there's a thing, you know, I know there's a lot of insecurity and stuff like that because I've heard about these stories where it's like women and some men but you know in different it comes out in different ways. ways but there's some women that feel like every fucking thing is competition for you having your attention on them and it's like you're having fun playing a video game that isn't about me so i have to come ruin it i have to come be an asshole because yeah. you're doing a thing that doesn't involve me and you're having a good time as if a, a dude will have such a good time without you that he will suddenly realize the fuck am i wasting time with you for i'm having a good time and i don't need you my life is not dependent upon you to have a good time at a hundred percent of the time like like you're gonna wake up from the matrix and never go back like i don't want to deal with you anymore i actually found out i can be happy you know this is a weird struggling stifling suffocating type of way to love someone yes it is and everybody has their own definition of love and what love is and and things like that and um I don't, like I said, there, there's just certain things that I just know I can't deal with. And the thing about, uh, especially being married as long as we have been, mm-hmm. I don't want to be around Roger 24 7. And y'all, we pot, y'all know how many hours we podcast. I still don't want to be around her 24 7. You need a break from your mate. You need shit that they do without you and you do without them. And also, I think, like, a lot of times the other person don't have hobbies. They don't, they don't have friends. They don't have anything to kind of take their time yeah, away. Don't, don't try to move in the house and make, your life just be consistent of anything i'm doing you know what i mean like yes. what are you doing i'm breathing right now well i want to watch you breathe like what the fuck is going on in here this is why people go crazy on each other yes. it's like i i need to get away from you 
um so here's the nine tips number one turn on games you have no interest in watching just so you'll be able to score points by turning them off so is this for men oh, yeah for men obviously um oh uh, to trick that woman okay so this is for men to trick their woman yeah it says your significant other so i guess women could, could be tricking too that okay that's what i was trying to figure out which with sex or which what are aiming towards yeah but let's be honest Cam. yeah this is man tool for women come on <laughs> um and you know it's funny though because a couple few weeks back karen came to me and talked about you know the idea that she comes in sometimes and she just wants to talk or get get, like regardless of what i'm doing she just has she's just like i want to talk about the fuck i want to do yep at this moment and i don't care what you do you know and i think a lot of men just kind of accept this shit as like this is a thing that women do you know and if if it's one of those uh like chris rock's jokes is like it's one of those things that happen because you can't hit women or bill burr maybe he said it was like you women live in a bubble where they never can get their ass kicked you know like it's not right for a dude to hit a woman another dude wouldn't do this shit because you might fuck him up at some point like because you get tired of it's it. like yeah it's like dude i'm trying to play my video game you just walk in front of my tv and start talking to me about some shit that i have no interest in and 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 you you know you don't even care that i don't have interest in it you're just gonna continue to fucking talk yes so um but karen like came to me and asked me was like well is that kind of annoying does it get on your nerves is it bothersome and stuff and you know i think my initial reaction was kind of like nah i guess not i mean it happens so often it's one of those things you just learn to deal with when you're in a house with a woman that's women are very narcissistic (laughs) like um we don't describe them as such but women that's true women care way more about their own shit than any of your shit so yes, they do because they, you've almost kind of been trained i don't know like like trained that you know when i talk everybody listen but it's also one of those things too where as a woman you've got to consider your mate because right. you know it's one of those things where you know because roger does the podcast all the time you know, I come in and start talking. He could be editing. He could be cutting. He could be chopping. He, you know, he could be, you know, uh, uh, interviewing somebody. Like he could be doing a lot of shit. And it's one of those things where women are not taught to consider other people. Like we talk so goddamn much that we have not been trained that when you open up your mouth, every time you open up your mouth is not the appropriate time to talk and to speak because you want to be heard and you like the sound of your voice. And so, dudes are, and the thing is, dudes are taught to deal with it. Like we yeah, are taught that we're versus just talking to yeah, them. Yeah. Like a common conversation you will have with your, with your boys is some like, uh, you know how you want to be talking. You just be like, uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm, I know that's right. And it's common because it's true. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of dudes who just learn the skill of passive listening where you're like, she got to get this shit out. And if I don't listen or pretend to listen, it's going to be hell to pay later. So let me just deal with it, you know, because it's the polite thing to do. It's what it's the burden you take on as a man in a relationship. Yeah. And and also, too, uh, you know, people talk about egos. Egos roll on both sides. Obviously, yeah. And it's one of those things where I see, I actually brought this situation to you and talked yeah. to you about it. But a lot of men, the person they with, if they be like, hey, baby, you know what? Let's talk. I don't mind talking to you, baby, and I love you. But, you know, please be considerate, you know, when you just start randomly talking out loud or walking across in front of me or, or, or getting angry, you know, that this is my time and stuff like that. And instead right. of a woman being understanding and comprehending, they snap, they go off, they get angry. What you mean, motherfucker? Yeah. And it's like, okay, 
this is why it's not brought up. But at the same time, if he did that to you as a woman, you, you want, you want to sit in there and chill and, and have girl time or me time and spa and he bounces across in front of you with a basketball, you would be upset. So you have to consider how it makes the other person feel on both parties. But like you said, it's one of those things when women just do whatever they want to do and men just deal with it, but it's not vice versa. Right. And it's one of those things where it's not putting a woman in their place or putting a man in their place is, if I'm going to have a functioning relationship with you, with two human beings, you have to learn how to respect other people's time and what they're doing. Right. It's Yeah, exactly. It's about respect and as adults. So it's funny, though, because most people, I think, don't really ascribe to that. Like, no, they don't. They talk a good game, but, but they don't really talk. Tomorrow they will be cutting a motherfucker off while he's playing Call of Duty and being like, but listen to what she told me at work. She works in the liquor department now, and I had to shoot her, you know? <laughs> yep um so yeah turn on games you don't you don't like and then so you can turn them off and get points with your girlfriend because it's like oh let me just turn off this game so i can listen you talk about the turning of the leaves yeah you know (laughs) meanwhile to be quite honest in 2013 with fantasy football and shit there's no game that you don't care about that's true you know every game is important right even the most bullshit game got you got somebody in it if it ain't nothing to goddamn kick or somebody matters yeah, and the fact that you have to turn it off to get points is so fucking ridiculous. And what are you getting points for? You don't get no rewards for this game of life you're playing. Number two, lie, lie shamelessly about the quality of dining and shopping options available in the vicinity of any stadium, stadium where you want to go to a game. So you tell her like, oh, yeah, they have a good antique section over by the Steelers Arena. So let's go to the game that will go antiquing. Why? I, 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 uh, I don't. All of these, by the way, all of these are going to end with why I can. Just letting you know. Oh, oh, oh okay. My I'm, bad. My bad. Yeah. Cause I'm why, like, all I'm of like nigga, you ain't got to lie to me. If I ain't going to the game, I just ain't, I don't give a shit about the game. No, 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 no. Cause she has to come with you because you are dating a needy bitch. Oh, instead of saying. She can't let you go to okay, the Steelers game by, by yourself. yourself. Instead of saying, you go, you go with John. I'm going to keep my ass at home. Right. I either watch it on TV, take a nap, or do some other bullshit that does not involve you. Right. Three, describe your favorite players not in terms of their importance to your team, i.e. what you care about, but in terms of the vibrancy of their smiles, their dedication to charity work, i.e. what your significant other might conceivably care about. They still don't give a fuck if they don't care about the sport. Ben Roethlisberger is such a winning smile at four rapists. Oops, I mean... (laughs) Number four, describe games that you want to watch in terms of personality conflicts between players on opposing teams as if you were selling a television drama. You know what's funny about this? ESPN, NBC, all the stuff, they've already beaten everybody to this. That's how they describe games now. Yes, they do. They always describe it as Philip Rivers takes on Peyton Manning in a battle of the wills. And you're like, duh, never even on the field at the same time. Yep, it don't even matter. They're going to talk about them like they're going to play every game together. Number five, make sure your family obligations coincidentally end up getting scheduled for fall weekends when your football team has a bye week what yeah i also like that the assumption here is that you only watch your one team, team. play yeah games. um uh, i hope they realize that if fantasy football there is not a bye week mm-hmm. for you everybody plays all the time develop an extensive knowledge of which players are or once were dating celebrities she, i don't know if she don't give a fuck about the sport she's not gonna care about any of this bullshit. well no no 
first of all they do this already with sports a lot of the times because it does bring women in true it absolutely does that's why it's every time tony parker plays they had to bring up eva longoria because they, oh, they're trying to pull in on um the house uh the uh abc show yeah, yeah they're trying to pull in all these people you know what i mean it's like how do we cross over into getting women to watch this oh yeah, you gonna- women are stupid and they care about tv dramas because it's impossible for someone with a vagina to actually watch a sporting event and possibly enjoy it so therefore we have to sell it as eva longoria jessica simpson uh kim kardashian you know like these yeah, are the names I mean, they have to bring out there yeah you're gonna catch some people but some women they just not gonna give a fuck period they don't give a fuck who's out there who's playing who's dating yeah because honestly, if you're dating this type of woman, she don't give a fuck who, about any of this stuff. No. She's only there to make sure you're not having any fun without her. And watching titties that bounce that ain't hers. Even, it's not even about titties, Karen. It's not. It's okay. a weird, possessive, fucked up thing. You know, I've seen it. I've seen it with yeah, dudes we, who... We, we've seen it too because uh, I remember when we used to uh, go to Bailey's, we would be out there having such a good time and and like dudes would bring like their girl... I would go all the time so a lot of times I'd be the only woman but dudes... Well, for, be- honestly, for the first couple of years you weren't going. That's true. I was I going by myself yeah. and it was absolutely fine Um, and the reason I was like don't go is because no women were coming and it was one of those like um, if you come motherfuckers are gonna start bringing their girlfriends and their girlfriends are bitches and i don't want to be around them and what inevitably some women would like a guy starts dating a chick and you can immediately tell she's not cool at all because she comes up there and she's a fan of whatever the team that won the last super bowl is and she's asking questions constantly because she's never watched a fucking football game in her life and you got to deal with her sign. You got to deal with her being bored. You yeah. got to deal with her not being interested. She's, there, she's just there for a PDA on her man. To make sure, obviously, he's not hollering at a waitress and shit. But also, more importantly, to make sure he's not having fun with us that she's not involved in. Yeah. And it's a weird-ass yeah. mentality to have. That's- but we teach women that this is a good thing like yeah. you gotta watch a man you know you gotta you know, make yeah, he's, sure he's, he's, he's not five and yeah. and also it's also one of those things too where i i got to the point that even now if we go out to events and i know like if it's a sporting event or something sports and there's a bunch of uh women there a lot of times i will sit between roderick and another man i will purposely not sit around any women especially if it's some shit that i want to watch because you can see how often they don't give a fuck about the game and it's uh fucking annoying but i have a vagina you have a vagina let's talk and i'm one of them i was like bitch i want to watch yeah. this i'm i'm, I'm what kind of my- makeup do you use where you get your hair yeah, done it's, it's like, it's like does your husband love you and i'm, right. I'm like bitch can, can i at least and then, and then, and then, and she fuck around and start talking to me. I hear her go, "Oh, did you see that?" I'm like, "Fuck you, bitch! I, I, I missed the play." Right? It's like Lashawn McCoy is on the fucking one, and I need these fantasy points. points. Why are you talking to me about sundresses? Yes. But this, you know, it's one of those things though where I feel like some women have like a weird insecurity about have not centering everything around a dude. You know, um, don't overplay the but it's the playoffs card. The day your significant other realizes that it's always the playoffs and something is a heroin one. Uh, number eight, develop a barter wow. system in, for, in which, for example, you trade the rights to watch one regular football season game for the obligation to watch two nature documentaries. What? Yeah. Why? 
and uh get a job at buzzfeed sports so it always counts as work just i would not date a person like this it put like this if you taking these rules and applying them to your life run run man run if if you're listening to this right now like these sound like good ideas it's already too late yes it is you fucked up man you 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 pick you pick bad yes you you pick bad (laughs) just real bad sorry to tell you not over again reset it's never too late to find another woman i clear because that i mean that shit is the worst man yeah i like i like and and i remember when i because i would tell karen like you don't want to come here the dudes that do bring their chicks they don't fucking like the games half the time they would try to talk to me before karen started coming with me (laughs) <laughs> but then once karen started coming it was even better for me because i was like now they just gravitate towards karen and i just can egg them off but i knew it was ruining her good time you know like we yeah. g- eventually got to the point we just stay home and watch games ourselves on red zone and and talk about our fantasy teams ourselves and all it, that it was more entertaining honestly it was and i and honestly truthfully i liked going to bailey's i enjoyed hanging out with them i like when we went to another place that had like bowling i i enjoyed that when everybody would get in there we would have a good time but it got to the point where the where the bitches would come and make a fucking party this is not a party i want to sit down and high five people when you you got such i got such such and we get mad and pissed when they do good or cheer or or we were playing against each other and you know everybody you know get excited you going down you know everybody keeping track like i like that was a good time it was not fun when your bitch came and she was huffing and puffing she was angry she was mad she made you leave early because she didn't want she didn't she didn't want to take her ass home by herself which means bitch don't bring your ass out there and it was so it got to the point where me and roger was like you know what this is not fun and this is not enjoyable any anymore we'll just stay out as their home make our own drinks make because you know uh especially when football season back when i started doing we would actually buy like uh, one of them flat full of wings and we would actually make our wings eat here chill here watch the games crack at each other and honestly for people who love sports twitter is the best thing in the world for that because basically all the camaraderie i was getting there i get from twitter now so i just get on twitter and just talk and crack jokes with people on twitter yeah i feel the same way man it was just oh man it's just but you know what when it was fun it was be- it was better than twitter it was better yes, than anything I, I missed it so when it was much. fun but it just turned but, into some shit that it wasn't because and it wasn't because women got involved it was because the type of women that got involved gave no fucks about anything it's one it's like we have these um and we talked we talked about this i think a long time ago on one of our episodes where it was like black love versus the black church but it's one of these beliefs that people have that i think they carry from the time that they're children because they haven't really thought about it um they haven't thought about their actual relationships that they have in life with their friends and family mm-hmm. and stuff and it's like you have to be equally yoked okay whatever you're into he needs to be into whatever he's into you need to be into and you should all spend all this time together you should do everything together because and and it's like nah some of my best relationships with my friends are motherfuckers i don't talk to for months and then we talk like we talked yesterday like there's some people that i see you know at the gym we have good conversation camaraderie and if they take a month off from playing basketball, I don't go, we're not friends anymore. Well, I feel like a relationship is a microcosm of that. Now, I'm not saying you need to start taking months off, but some people could. I don't know. But in general, it's like 
it's gonna be fine if she wants to go do a book club or she wants to do zumba or she wants to go to the spa and you don't fucking go it's absolutely fine mm-hmm. and more importantly it's not gonna end right and more importantly from the other perspective it's fine if you don't want them to go and that's the thing that i feel like gets blocked glossed over because you're supposed to feel like a horrible person for going karen i want to go to wing night hang out with my fellas and drink and you know make crude jokes and watch sports i don't want you to come i actually just want to go and i just want to have fun and i'll be like cool right but it's this idea that you're supposed to feel bad like there's women that and men too that if they heard that they'd be like oh so you don't want me around for something that's their that's their first thing that their ego says but if you actually leave, they're like, oh, thank God. I can just do what I want to do. Yeah, because I'm going to tell y'all right now, and, and to an extent, um, when especially if it's something where it's just all guys, a woman will actually change the chemistry up. Like, a lot of times they'll kind of phrase things certain ways they might not say because yeah, they don't, don't want to offend right. you. I remember having that conversation with you before where I was like, it's not even you because you're really a uh, you're a very rare type of female and very cool and all this stuff and you know i picked well but these motherfuckers aren't used to that and they don't know that and it doesn't matter it changes the vibe it's less fun and they're apologizing for the jokes they're making they're apologizing for cursing and it's funny but now everybody's used to me uh just roll with the punches now when i first started going it was like okay they don't really know how to respond and it's funny though when somebody cracks a joke and then they'll Look like if it's sexist or something like that, look up at me. Like I'm going to get angry or get upset. And when I start laughing, it's like a relief, you know, right. and, and for, and for a lot of them, they've actually told me, told me that for, and it was funny though. They was like, Karen, you're about the only woman that we, that comes around and we, it don't bother us. We like relief. We can, you know, you're not looking, you're not staring, you're not judging. No, I'm eating wings like you. I'm looking at TV like you. I'm having a good time like you. I'm not here to fuck up your fun right but the point being some people are, is never gonna they're never gonna get over it and it's gonna true. always change the vibe and they're gonna always be a little bit different when you're around true even just telling you that is a change you know what i'm saying yeah. from the normal and is i think we've been conditioned in relationships where you can't just say i want to watch the game and i actually want to watch it by myself I don't want you to come. I don't want to fucking teach you about football. <laughs> I don't want to get you involved. I don't want to compete with you. I don't like, I just want to watch this game on my own. And that's my thing. And it's so funny because people are like, because you want it, I can't let you have that. You know, what I'm, like if y'all have to trick yeah, you, that, have to that. trick you into letting me have fun. Why are we in a relationship? I know it's so, and I know for me, y'all, I'm not even gonna lie. Um, when Roger be like, I'm going to wing night, I'm like, cool. You know what I do? I'm like the party girl. I go, I take my ass in there, I sit, I watch the big TV. <laughs> I just cut a monkey in here, like, cool. And I love Roger, but I was like, cool. I can do shit. And I love him very dearly, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch the big TV. I'm a DR. I'm gonna watch all my bullshit in here by myself on this big, I'm a shit. I'm gonna get bold and turn the volume up. Fuck it. Right. And the thing is, I'm not offended by that. It does me, it does me good to know, like, cool. She's enjoying her time at, alone at home mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, well, maybe I should have brought her because mm-hmm. 
but I, like and if people would be more honest i feel like more people believe i feel like more people would be happier if both of them understood i don't really want to be around you 100 percent of the time oh no never drive more yeah uh, but when you read these nuts. when you read these articles it's like that's insane anyway um i saw this article and i thought this is pretty funny um apparently they have a new um system uh for like the dmv or whatever in mm-hmm. oklahoma city okay where you go online so let me uh see if i can play this video for everybody um make sure my volume's up hours at department of public safety locations around the state just to get a driver's license we've heard these stories but the department's new system was supposed to help you avoid some of that but oklahomans now well some are saying it's not the case they are making online appointments and still waiting all day damn new at six news channel Four's page hill is more on the frustration from these future drivers page yes with this new system you're basically getting in line online like making a reservation but people are still frustrated and waiting in line for hours because the scheduling system lets you make that appointment but doesn't tell you that driving tests and new licenses don't apply Wow. Isabel Archer is ready to get her driver's license for the first time, and her friend Misha McCollum is her mode of transportation until that happens. They thought this was going to be quick and easy. They used the Department of Public Safety's new in-line, online system to schedule what they thought was a driving test. Turned out that appointment only got you to the counter. When they told us, oh, (gasps) the appointment that you made is just to make another appointment, I was like, what? A test examiner told them their best bet would be to get in line at 4 a.m. They did just that this morning and had to line up behind people who had been there since midnight. Oklahoma Highway Patrol says they are so shorthanded at that Yukon location that they could only complete eight tests today. So the eight people that showed up at midnight got to take their tests. They only had (gasps) eight spots open and I was two people behind that, behind the eight spots. We waited until 8.30 for her to be able to schedule for August the 28th which is two weeks. They both say wow. if you can't use the new system to make an appointment for the driving test, then what's, what's the, the point? point? State Trooper Betsy Randolph agrees. We get no enjoyment out of people having to spend their day waiting in line. She says at some point this will speed things up, but for now this new program is going to have some glitches. It is going to be a simple process and it is going to speed the process up. We just ask folks for, for people to be patient with this as we work out all the bugs for the inline online program. But patience is a hard thing to ask Archer and McCollum for right now. We just want to be able to get a driver's license so we can go and get a job. Now, earlier today, DPS's website did say that you can make that reservation for a driver's test with inline online. They've since removed that until they worked the kinks out. Oklahoma Highway Patrol says test examiners should not be telling you to start lining up at midnight. They do not want people camping out due to liability issues. Lance? Well, they're going to do that shit if they know that, oh, you got only eight spots. Uh, I just picture Martin Lawrence being in there and uh, the angry black man being like, man, sit your ass down at the DMV. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's like. (laughs) Oh, you got a system basically that doesn't fucking work. Yeah, leave it to the DMV to come up with a way to go online to wait online. Yeah, I, I, to have to go to to the actual line and wait online. If so, I make an appointment to show my to come, and then I see you to for you to schedule another appointment. What was the purpose of me making the first appointment then? If I could just walk my ass in here and made a goddamn appointment for two weeks from now, right? 
so stupid. Yes. When I click it, just say we all eight spots is filled. We can't take you to next week. Oh, my God. A drunken woman went on a rampage of destruction in a wedding shop where she had worked, spraying gold paint on more than 80 dresses and smashing computers and pictures. Ooh. But despite. Broke her heart, didn't she? (laughs) But despite causing more than 60,000 euros of damage as she trashed the business, Christine Arnold walked free from the Warwick Crown Court. How? Arnold, 53, of Henry Street, Kenilworth, had pleaded guilty to a charge of causing criminal damage at the wedding barn business in Upton, near Leamington. She was sentenced to 12 months in prison, suspended for two years with 12 months of supervision, and was ordered to take part in a women's program. Prosecutor, for not fucking her wedding dresses? Prosecutor Kathleen Rufton said the wedding barn is a company run by John Stott, which provides wedding services for Upton premises, where Arden, where Arnold worked for some time last year. On December 27th, the police received a call from the company's chauffeur to report that Arnold was at the premises and was smashing the place up. She had arrived there in a car and had smashed through the wooden gates to get to the wedding barn. What the hell did they do to her? Where the chauffeur described her as being very drunk and very aggressive. Once inside, she had caused as much damage as she could using a hammer she had taken for, with her to smash computers, photo frames, a mirror, and furniture. Arnold, who had also gone armed with a spray can, paint, and spare scissors, uh, then sprayed dozens of wedding dresses with gold paint. Uh, altogether, she caused 63,268 euros worth of damage. Oh, 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 do you think she went there going gold on low your dress? <laughs> gold on this wig. <laughs> gold on this computer. I'm spraying everything up in here. Uh, watch nigga, me, nigga. watch me, watch me. Nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> yes. It insure, it's insurers are meeting the cost of the damage with the exception of 1500 excess in stage payments. Arnold left in her car before the police arrived and had driven to the home of a friend who then went to the wedding barn while officers were there and told them she had gone to his place where she had had more to drink. When she was there, arrest, was she, see, that's a motherfucker that is smart and don't want to be accessory to shit. Mm-hmm. She came to his house and he said, what did you do? Trash the way I trash the wedding barn motherfuckers. I don't play this shit. <laughs> He said, okay, hold on. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, I'm going to go get you some more alcohol. Matter of fact, uh, finish drinking this. You can have the rest of this gin. I'll be right back. Okay. We almost out of gin. And he drove his ass up to the wedding barn and said, I ain't got shit to do with this. This She in my crib. She's still drinking. That's what your ass do because you don't want to be an accessory after the fucking fact. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's um, how you not get arrested and you didn't benefit from shit. You wouldn't end up tearing shit up with her. When she was then arrested, Arnold echoing a note she had left at the scene told officers, they've been fucking my head. No one fucks with me. She said she had worked there there through her sister for about six months and had never been paid, claiming she did not have a formal contract and they did not pay her. Arnold added that she had left home intended to carry out the damage and spray 80 or 90 wedding dresses. Mrs. Rufton added that although she had no previous convictions since her rampage, Arnold had been convicted of drunk in charge of a car and driving with excess of alcohol. Amy Jacobs, defending, handed a number of documents, including a letter to Arnold from her mother and her reply. Uh, recorder John Taylor commented, I'm concerned about the reply she wrote to her mother that she doesn't have a problem with alcohol. She doesn't show any remorse, and a lot of the blame is put on other people. You don't say. The kind of person that drives a car through the 
front gates of the wedding barn and spray paints it and breads a hammer and, mm-hmm. and uh, tears shit up drives drunk to somebody else's house is tear the dress up has an issue with the uh, dress up motherfucker has an issue with admitting <laughs> they have a problem yeah tear the barn up tear the motherfucking barn up burn your dress bitch spray gold bitch <laughs> Miss Jacobs said all together they paint a sorry picture of a woman in crisis, but she has been engaging with the recovery partnership and is getting her drinking under control. Uh, she said the offense arose because Arnold, who also had a job working in the financial services industries, was working with a wedding at the wedding bar part time. Her sister had a business making wedding dresses and she and her sister were running wedding dresses, the wedding dress department at the wedding bar, but she was not paid for the months of work she had put in. Sound like she maybe I wonder if her sister got paid. That's a good question too. So yeah, that is crazy. It's not guess the race, by the way. I would say white. Yeah, right. Um, did you know there's a Monica Lewinsky uh sexy tape? It's not an actual sex tape. Okay. But Monica Lewinsky apparently recorded a actual audio tape for Bill Clinton. It was discovered by the cleaners of her um like apartment or something they held on to it for 15 years and now it's got leaked and national Enquirer has a copy of it and this matters because uh i think i think it matters because this motherfucker was fucking well sucking the president's dick for a while yes yeah, she was and um, it's not a secret though yeah well now they have a tape of it and uh you can hear it Hi, handsome. I couldn't bear the idea of sitting down to write you another note. So she's already reading this like it is another note. Mm-hmm. I feel like she wrote this and then read it. Right? Hi, handsome. I couldn't bear. I feel like it came is, from a is greeting Google card. Talk speaking on her behalf. <laughs> I feel like it came from a greeting card that had a bear on it, like a picture of a real bear. And instead of the word bear, you know. And my question is, why they hold on this for 15 years? I don't know if they held on to it for 15 years, if it just got leaked. I really don't know how they got a point, got it at this point. Hi, handsome. I couldn't bear the idea of sitting down to write you another note. So I thought I'd tape it. I hope that's okay. Um, when I spoke to Betty yesterday, she told me that... She is doing the... Um sexy voice that um a lot of chicks do um on the internet and stuff yep you know like we've we've had people like call our show and they'll leave a voice message and we both kind of look at each other like she trying to do her sexy voice mm-hmm. this is thirst trip trap okay, on girl yeah go and get your thirst trap on monica she thought you were leaving too early saturday morning for me to sneak over for just 15 minutes so since I know you'll be alone tomorrow evening, I have... She was only... She was doing all this shit for, like, 15-minute sessions with Bill Clinton. Like, isn't that crazy? Like... That's probably all the time he had. I mean, because, you know, yeah. you president, they don't leave you with, with, with hours to just not do a damn thing. Yeah, but it's not like we had a tryst for an afternoon. It's not... Oh, that's not happening. Yeah, so even... service going to be there. Like, even on Scandal... You know, Fitz slept over a couple times. You know, like <laughs> this shit is just literally like, oh, get in here, suck my dick, hurry up. You know, because that's the real life of a president, right? He's like, I got, I got, I six. got wars, I got, I got shit to sign, I got treaties to do. Come on, bitch, yeah, hurry up, suck my dick, I gotta go. 
have two proposals for you, neither of which is you not seeing me. So Okay. Now at this moment mm-hmm. th- that is the response of a side chick who is crazy and refuses to know her place because she's making demands of the fucking president the man who doesn't negotiate with terrorists come on now but you are like i got two proposals and one and both none of them involve you not seeing me nigga you gonna see me tomorrow now which of these proposals will you accept mr president that i'm telling what to do yeah um yo blowjob ain't worth me missing uh this meet with Vladimir putin right um i'm sorry bitch I have two proposals for you neither of which is you not seeing me so just deal with it now the first thing that has to happen is that you need to pre-plan with betty that you will leave the office at i don't know seven seven thirty so everyone else who hates me and causes me lots of trouble goes home. And then. So she's telling the president, cause, and obviously Betty, whoever the secretary Betty is, must know about this tryst. Right? Yeah. This probably Betty, this Betty probably the one that got the tape. Yeah, and I would hate to be Betty. Good at you. Was that you? Mm-mm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not the Betty. Yeah, like, um, Betty might still work at the White House. Shit. Like, how many notes did she have to read where it's like, I really enjoyed you coming all over my face, Mr. President, and go, oh, oh, I don't want to talk. Bill, it's for you. It's for you, Mr. President. It's your letter. And you quickly sneak back. And in the meantime, I quickly sneak over. And then we can have a nice little visit for, you know, 15 minutes or half an hour, whatever you want. She's doing all this for 15 minutes and or half an hour. His dick better be great because I, I, they weren't fucking. She I'm about to say, you can't. I mean, not you, just you, not that they can't, but literally she, they, she sucked his dick. That was her thing. Her specialty was getting to blow the president. Yeah. Well, bitch, you ain't lower taxes. Do something good with that mouth. <laughs> but I would really, really, really 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 like that and appreciate it especially since everything that happened last week because last thursday was an absolute nightmare how the fuck was last thursday an absolute nightmare and you still calling me motherfucker come on now like the second it was an absolute nightmare because i accidentally got it on your sleeve come on dog the second that this shit gets inconvenient it should be over with you're mm-hmm. fucking you're sucking the president's dick that's all he's married he's not yours will never be yours because he did not leave his wife yeah he can't leave his wife he's not going to leave his wife no. the second that this shit got is like well that was a nightmare that's your hint to never fucking call again you know um I really don't want to have to go through that again. And I want to see you because 60 seconds was just not enough, even though you did look very handsome. Now, my other proposal. 60 seconds wasn't enough. I have to remember that two years. Yeah. Now, I wonder if by 60 seconds, because the way I see it is it could either mean one or two things, right? It could mean he shortchanged her where she was like, 
oh cool we're gonna get to hang out for 15 20 minutes or whatever and he was like look bitch you got 60 seconds what do you want i got shit to do right or it could be he did schedule 15 30 minutes she started sucking his dick and he was like oh 60 seconds in and yeah, he, he was, was like, like okay you, you got out. to go yeah you can get out this is over with yeah I, I, i'm gonna go ahead and schedule that meeting i'm gonna bump that meeting up yeah uh, uh unbeknownst to you i don't really give a fuck about a 25 year old chick's opinion when i'm 50 and i'm the president of the fucking free world <sighs> ain't that I, the truth i'm sure whatever's going on on 90210 is fucking interesting to you but i'm actually worried about how we're gonna stop another war in the middle east yeah but yeah and like i said yeah that that's definitely a young chick thing because that old you know if that was an older lady she'd be like you know what women ought to get paid the same rate as men i know we can work on that mr president do i gotta cup cup your balls to, to be to be sure that, that, that uh you make sure that uh women's memograms are free what i got to do to make this happen sir ago you had told me i could bump into you and a group of your friends when you're going to the movies and then I decided not to because some of your. She's saying two years ago, two years ago, she said he said, "Hey, come check me out. Uh, I'll be at these the movies. You can just act like you bumped into me, and we can I can see you then, you know." And she didn't go because whatever reason she didn't go, she's about to say. But she, this is how little they hung out, really. You know, yeah, because you are not on his radar. He's meeting with secretaries. He, I mean, not secretaries. He's meeting with secretaries of state. Yeah, secretaries of state, senators. You know, congressmen. He meet with 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 people that could buy buy her, and she's talking about, um, yeah, that sixty seconds wasn't enough. Um, I'm trying to pass bills, make laws. I got judges right. to meet. Come on, it's gonna have to be enough. I could bump into you and a group of your friends when you're going to the movies, and. Then I decided not to because some of your staff was going to be there and I didn't think it was going to be a good idea. Well, did I know at that point really didn't matter. I should have just gone ahead and done it anyway. So what I was thinking is that you could make that up to me and maybe we could go over. I'm making something up to you. You suck my dick for a living. How am I? I don't get I don't have to make up shit for you. I'm the president. This is the problem with y'all cheating niggas, man. Y'all always fuck up because y'all get in these women heads and y'all think that it works one way when it's the other way. Okay, that's the truth. You think that I got all the power and control. It doesn't matter how powerful you are. There is nothing that can deter a woman who thinks she's in love with your <laughs> trifling ass. I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't matter because you tell them why she concerned she the woman and the other woman's the issue yeah because you lie to them and you tell them shit and you act like you know oh i would love to be able to hang out with you for 30 minutes when you know in your heart of hearts it takes her five to ten minutes to get you to blow a load and the other 20 minutes would be excruciating pain of of just having to listen to her and go oh maybe she can suck my dick one more time that's what you're doing and but you talk to them and they believe this bullshit and they go well you know you go well i'm sorry that you didn't come out i i hope i can make it up to you one day and now she's leaving messages talking about some you can make it up to me i didn't mean that at all right and watch a movie together and just have kind of i don't know box dinners or something like that and that that way we don't have to deal with the problem of me 
Bitches, a record with this recording. How desperate does that sound, though? Well, look, I just really want to see you for 30 minutes to 15 minutes. Or maybe we can watch a movie. There's probably, to Bill Clinton at this point, there's probably nothing that sounds worse than watching a fucking movie with this chick. He's like, are you going to be sucking my dick for the whole movie or not? Because yeah, I got f- famous people that were actually in the movie we watch. I go meet them. Yeah. Together and see a good movie. So I don't know. Those are two proposals. And you can't refuse me because I'm too cute and adorable. And soon I won't be here anymore. Because that's what he told her. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, okay. They talk these chicks up, man. That's why I don't like to me cheating seems like the fucking stupidest thing in the world to risk your happiness on because you are lying and the your partner in this crime is whoever decides to you know they're going to have an affair with you they're going to cheat with you they're going to suck your dick on the side whatever you can't trust them by the nature of your relationship they are a person that don't really believe in rules and boundaries you know, you might think they do, but they're already breaking a rule fucking with your ass in the first place. And at some point they might go, yeah, um, these rules of morality don't apply to me. I ain't the one that's married. True. I'm calling you and I'm giving you an ultimatum, president. <laughs> You're going to do what I need for you to do. Yeah. To pop over. Um, yeah, so that's sad. Well, oh well matter um now i'm hoping that you will hear this and you will choose which one you want to do and go tell betty and then she can call me and let me know so i don't have to stress out all day and i don't have to call her every two hours and bug her because i feel bad for betty it's very hard to betty gotta go call uh, how many calls did betty at the emails that she sent betty there's a lot this bitch again i got right. she, i'm trying to schedule fucking meetings ma'am would you please quit blowing up my goddamn phone like how many times did she answer the phone no no he's in a meeting he's he's in a meeting no right no he's he's really in a meeting he's he he, he just he's someone else in there sucking his dick Look, no. you don't need to do the sexy voice with me, okay, Monica? Yeah, just, just, just let's just keep it real. He's literally in a meeting. I just seen the president of China walk in there. The president of Africa walk in there. He's having a meeting. What? Why the fuck are you here, ma'am? What are we? What are you talking to me about? No. I like that you think there's a president of Africa, like all of it, <laughs> all the whole place. <laughs> right? It's Black Panther. Yes. Um, they. Shit. Shit. He could. She could have told that bitch anything. She was just too concerned about sucking dick she wouldn't have cared right i can pencil you in uh looks like he has uh five minutes that you can suck his dick uh on thursday is that gonna work for you at 735 to 740 you can suck Man, his this dick. is not a car appointment yeah five minutes after that i have cleanup time for dick sucking and then he has to go okay i'm sorry that, that's the longest you can have a ma'am be a pain in the ass sometimes two hours and bug her because I know you'll find this very hard to believe, but I can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Very persistent. But, um. Why is she making these demands? And why does she think that that's cute? Like, I just imagine him listening to this shit going, this, fuck my life. Mm-hmm. Fuck my life. I really thought, 
I could get my dick sucked with no consequences by a 25 year old who just understood. Who just he realized. got the wrong one because a lot of girls would have did it and this shit would have never came out. Man, fuck no. That it would have came out. A true. This shit is like a shot at the lottery. How the fuck do you not play it? The kind yeah. of person, the kind of chick that will suck your dick because you're the president is the kind of chick that's going to record tapes, keep cum stained dresses and tell people because they're 25 and that's the fuck 25 year old women do. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, 25 year old anybody. Yeah, 20, yeah. You tell people. Yeah. If there's, if anybody in here. Uh, if, that's one thing about being older and I can't say that for everybody, but the older you get, the more you learn to keep your fucking mouth shut and learn to keep sick. You, if there was 20, a, mm-mm. if there was a 25 year old dude that was having sex with Michelle Obama, he'd be telling everybody. He'd be tweeting of that. Course. He would live tweet that shit because that's what 25 year old people do. There's no fucking discretion they're stupid yeah and if you and if you find somebody young like that that's very private and secretive and don't share anything that's a that's ooh, that's like a unicorn do you never see that shit again i really want to see you and like that so i don't know this is fun talking on a tape because i could take all my clothes off and start well i won't because i know you wouldn't enjoy that but he wouldn't enjoy her i feel like she was throwing a line there like hey i can uh you know masturbate on this and do some sex sexting type yeah talk with you. you know what he's probably told her bitch just suck my dick i don't care about you taking your clothes <laughs> off I, i'm not trying to see your ass i just want to see your mouth open up in my dick that's it because i have another appointment schedule like she was basically between his appointment time yeah I hope to see you later, and I hope you will just follow my script and do what I want, because <laughs> that will make me very happy. That laugh, to me, is just crazy. All I hear is, rick, 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 rick. That is crazy. <laughs> that That is a demand disguised as a joke. You know what I mean? Where it's like... I just hope you follow my script and do what I say because I, I don't want to have to hurt you. My back. <laughs> yeah. Cause Psycho. I, Cause I don't want to kill your rabbit. I mean, uh, because I can be a bitch at times if I have to tell your wife, but that's what happens. You thought you were dictating an affair to a 25 year old chick. You got trapped in a relationship. She's now dictating terms to your ass. Yes, she is. You gonna meet me, nigga, today. Now no, you pick I'm how. Everybody, your choice is how. You want to watch a movie? Make time. Right. You want to tell your staff, president? Tell your staff you gonna leave early and don't. Like wow. And that's something I haven't been in a while. So I hope to see you later, and we can talk. About Quiffy and Dorks. I don't know if you ever watched Saturday Night Live, but. Yeah, end on a joke. Saturday Night Live joke. Mike Myers, you're welcome. That's fine. Okay, enough talking here, you're off. I'll see you later. Bye. That sounds crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That is scary as shit. Like, it, that makes my dick shrivel up. What? How do people even have affairs? Like, 
the idea of trusting someone that already don't really have any uh morality to whatever they're into to like keep your secret and respect you and and all this shit and the, and the understand that you're the one dictating the turn that shit is why so many uh affairs fail you know it's why we read about so many of them because people still get caught up they believe the lies you know you lie to these women and shit and they go yeah he said he really likes my company and that he would wish that we could spend every day together but his wife is just a bitch you know you know how many episodes of snap i've watched where it's really just a woman that got lied to and then went fucking crazy like the dude just talk like he literally snap will scare the shit out of you he literally commits suicide by affair because you just talk your ass into a corner where you like you know if my wife wasn't in the picture, maybe we could be together. You don't mean that shit. No, you ain't. You're not gonna leave that person for your maid, and yeah. that person be- actually believes you. Next thing, that you know, they come showing up at your house with a bloody knife, going, "I killed her. I took her out our lives." Bitch, what you talking about? That's the mother of my kids. <laughs> what you mean, our life? Right? Yeah. All of a sudden, that tune changes. Man, I these affairs. I don't know how y'all do them. I can't. I don't have it in yeah, me. She was like, no, no, I really, I I was not going to leave you for my mate. I literally just think I don't trust people enough to do it. I don't trust anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't trust anybody enough to be like, uh, I'm sure she'll keep this dangerous secret to herself. I'm sure she'll never leave a taped evidence of our affair. <laughs> just sitting around our house for a cleaner to kick off. <laughs> 15 years later. The fuck? Anyway, Dr. Phil post sexual assault tweet that outraged his followers uh i saw this um what's funny about this is i feel like it's it people jumped the gun on this and it got a little out of hand and if they would have waited till the show aired uh it probably would have been better but we're gonna see okay television talk show host dr phil mcgraw took on twitter on tuesday and asked his viewers whether having sex with an intoxicated girl was acceptable sparking outrage across the social networking site mcgraw often asked questions about upcoming show topics through twitter if a person is a mis- well let me say it like him if a person is a misogynist is it okay to just refer to him as dr phil from now on said uh one twitter user who was talking shit to him uh the tweet became especially notable when carmen rios a former college sexual assault activist created a change.org petition encouraging mcgraw to host a show on sexual assault prevention the petition asked mcgraw to admit an error in his judgment but also to begin a national conversation on the meaning of consent rios noted that victims not rapists should be the ones of the national platform in order to discuss solutions to tragedies like steubenville this tweet was intended to evoke discussion leading into a very serious show topic a representative for the dr phil show wrote on buzzfeed it was not intended to be taken lightly the tweet was allegedly based on a recent news story which is why the tweet included hashtag teen accused label the petition currently has 764 supporters and the tweet has since been deleted the actual tweet was if a girl is drunk i mean if a girl is drunk is it okay to have sex with her Reply yes or no to at Dr. Phil, hashtag teen accused. And my thing is this. Don't they think, why would he just randomly put a fucking tweet out there like that? He does shows. They talk about this shit. It's like people just 
take the shit just completely out of context and just run with it. It's like, like you said, it's one of those things where why would somebody like him who has so much to lose just come out and say shit like that? Right. And it's it's the gotcha of Twitter, too, because it's like, gotcha, motherfucker. You asked a question. It's yeah, like, about my damn show that I'm bringing up and we're going to talk about this serious topic. Right. Like he didn't actually it would have like to me jumping down his throat would have been it would have been more warranted if he had really said something like um when a woman gets drunk isn't it her fault that people have sex with her without her consent then it's like oh okay that you took a stance on that yeah. issue that is obviously fucked up am i asking a question, question to your audience to gauge people's attitude and then have a discussion is nothing wrong with that no and, and my thing he wasn't blaming anybody he wasn't victim blaming you, you know it, it you you could phrase that because people have sex with drunk people all the time he wasn't insulting anybody and he used a specific hashtag which means if you took the time to click on the hashtag you probably could have followed what the fuck he was talking about yeah who knows what what the ha- it doesn't even matter what the hashtag was honestly he has a show Yes, a national televised show. He's probably going to cover the topic. Yes. Now, within that show, you might actually be able to find some substance to make your point valid that he's some type of evil, sexist, you know, motherfucker. That's true. But you're not going to find it by jumping in his shit on Twitter Twitter before he can even say something. And it's, it's just, it's like this gotcha shit because it's, you know, it's the cause bully motherfuckers because they rally around going in on people. They rally around jumping on people. And it, I remember when the feminist Jones things happening with Crystal and all that stuff, I was like, what we're watching is the bar get lower and lower and lower for what people will rally around. True. You don't even have to do anything wrong. No, you don't like you could you just, could just exist. <laughs> you could just be like, I want to pull my audience on a controversial topic that we will discuss in a serious manner two days from now and people are like no fuck that we going in on this fool hey you a rapist dr phil you know what i mean by the end of the day it's really gonna be like dr phil is a serial rapist and he sides with people who do rape and he thinks that they should have a platform rapists should have a platform to talk about sexual assault when he said nothing like that let him if he falls into that uh that category It'll happen on the show, yes, and then will. you have all this like galvanized energy to jump in and shit. But when you pre-jump in somebody's shit before they even can take a stance on the issue, it's fucked up. Yes, it is because you don't want people doing that to you, and you lose people. You lose all the people on the fringe. Like I, this is an issue I care about dearly, but it like I would never sign this petition, and mm-hmm. it makes me not want to be aligned with the kind of people that want to make him apologize for his error in judgment for even asking a question uh to his audience true like I don't, i'm sorry but that shit lost me right away i'm like but it's a question yeah like like that's one of the things about liberal censorship that i that like turns me off from liberals in general they don't really want to have discussions Mm-mm. they want to tell you how to think and end it there and everything else is quote-unquote problematic so it's like well let's have a discussion on it okay well this is my thoughts on it yeah you're wrong and not only are you wrong you should not be allowed to speak that and i want to take the show away from you i don't want you to be on the air you need to issue an apology and you need to think exactly like i do and it's like 
uh i thought we want to exchange some ideas and have a conversation and you're not really uh giving a solution to the problem you just saying it's i just don't agree fuck you and you're like okay that's not a conversation to dictate and tell me what to do but you, you get angry when you feel like somebody's dictating telling you what to do but you don't really want to have a conversation yeah that pisses me off yeah crazy well it's time for some games karen okay so we can get out of here the first one of course is fucking with black people we, we got we got a day off i couldn't find any fucking with black people yesterday but we back y'all so that's right guys it's fucking with black people the return um as everybody's aware the mandatory blackness uh experience for next year has already been decided <laughs> uh you have to go see the butler or don't see the butler but you're gonna have to write something about the butler podcast form i'll accept that but you have to discuss the butler in some term or you lose your black privileges for the next year <laughs> well starting it off is harry lennox uh he is the actor that some people will know from um see what he was in uh he was in the matrix uh three the light skin brother um that brother's been around a long time i don't know his name but i know that face yeah everybody i'll put him in the chat everybody know his face knows this dude you might not know his name but he's part of that light skin coalition a coalition coalition yeah. i know right i fucked that up my bad no that's fine he's, he, but yeah he's part of the light-skinned coalition um but yeah so um they give some background to it but let's get to the actual quotes from the interview um which leads me to asking harry let's see however when the interview appeared on the other site where it was posted it was severely edited to put it nicely and a lot of what he said a lot of what he said was cut out evidently fearing that harry had stepped on some toes especially when harry said about black imagery in the media in particular lee daniels upcoming film the butler with forrest whitaker and oprah winfrey about the long-serving butler who worked at the white house a film that currently is in the middle of a court battle over the title with the weinstein company and the warner bros as you can read harry's not too thrilled about the film which leads me to, to ask, do you currently have to think about the image you're portraying as a black man every time you do a role? I think about it every day and any time that a role is offered. And believe me, lots of crummy roles are offered. But at this point, people know better than to mess with me with a lot of these things. For example, Lee Daniels sent me a script for that film he's making now, The Butler, about the black butler at the White House. I read five pages of this thing and I could not go any further. I tried to read more of it and I'm not a soft-spoken guy, but if it was such an appalling misdirection of history in terms of taking an actual guy who worked in the White House, but then he niggerfies it, he niggers it up, and he gives people this stupid Luddite aunt, aunt, uh, aunt villain, uh, aunt villain. I don't know. Uh, not vaudevillian, uh, antediluvian, uh, diluvian, antediluvian. Whoo, there you go, antediluvian. Uh, I think that's the car that went back to the future, and uh, I think so uh, too. Marty McFly was driving it. Ideas about black people and their roles in the historical span of the White House, and it becomes well historical porn. I refuse. Well, that's oh, they having sex? Nobody told me that. 
and people want to see these images so they'll say things like it's a very difficult movie to look at but it's a great movie that's a contradiction in terms that's a paradox it can't be that it's a great movie but it's difficult to look at you know what i mean laughs why would you put these images out there but clearly the critics many of them love these to see this kind of material and love to see us in these type of roles because it feeds into the great lie that is being perpetuated by the most important medium the most powerful export that the united states has to offer which is entertainment the most powerful tool that they have and it has kept us in a place men in dresses and things raping their daughters and things while any sort of aberrant 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 close enough behavior happens in any community it has become normative in black cinema that we are these bestial deprived people and i refuse to play with that i'll never take part in it you can kiss my ass he laughs but it's not going to happen so uh he he had some words to say about the butler not this was before it even came out he just saw the script and said they're niggerfying it karen mm-hmm. so uh harry is harry lennox is fucking with black people yeah, today how many points he get uh i'm giving him 100 points because that counts not only as his fucking with black people but also his mandatory blackness assignment so okay so he met the criteria all in one okay mm-hmm. yes yeah, he that does never hurt him points he knocked that shit out the park dog that that was dope um let's play some guests to race guys okay i hope everybody's ready to play some guests to race um where's my guest to race music uh here we go guess the race That's right, y'all. It's time for Guess the Race, the game that is sweeping America one races at a time. Just one. At a time. Uh, it's a game where we play news clips from different articles and whatnot, and you, the audience, guess the race of the people involved. Are you guys ready to play some Guess the Race? Yes, we don't have any contestants, so the people that are playing is the chat room. All right. Let's see who we got in the chat room today. It looks like we have Brent. World Peace in the Ashley Three Classes in the classroom. And we Melanie. Redbone. Mm-hmm. Redbone Sonya's in there. Jump off, Shirley. She has Redbone in her name, so you know she's going to have some good racism. All right, guys. Let's get Lady right into Rowe. it. Here we go. Tampa, Florida. Oh, Florida! <laughs> A brazen bandit. Cold, cocky, and cowardly. That's the way cops describe the man who ripped off at least two donation boxes from the tampa mcdonald's oh shit Mm -hmm. two boxes not one but two (laughs) he is using a tool to remove the ronald mcdonald house donation box from the (gasps) drive-thru the ones that got screwed to the walls yep uh tampa cops released pictures of the suspect in action i didn't know those could be taken off i thought it was like permanently in that metal i know you would have been broke in there if you knew this no but somebody would have one clearly showing his face the other they have pictures one showing his face the other show his car um described as a dark blue honda he's stealing money earmarked to help sick kids and their families and this kind of criminal really irritates the boys in blues if that much of a low life is going around stealing from this charity, you know what? I hope he sleeps good at night because he's going to have a lot to think about when he finally gets picked up because he's going to get caught. Let me tell you something. That guy 
is lying he does not hope that guy has a sleeps good at night i can tell uh while the suspect hit the payday the four ronald mcdonald houses here in tampa bay took the hit every single penny goes to support our operations we have two thousand families that stay with us each year while their children are being treated in area hospitals Mm -hmm. one of my friends mario he uh actually his son got uh like a life-saving operation uh in a ronald mcdonald house like they they take care of everything they do they actually do a great job like, yeah they put the family up mm-hmm. like all this stuff because they know it's expensive so what kind of fucking scumbag steals from something like that like what they should put this dude under the cell man like some kid might die because this asshole uh didn't you know decided he needed to steal from them uh all right so guess the race of the guy who stole he's wearing a buccaneers t-shirt got a distinct tattoo on the inside of his left arm pierced ears a goatee um and it looks like his hair is a little bit gray let's see what you guys say as dark as a pimp's heart when his hoes come up short for the night oh my little brothers just trying to get what he deserves because these kids are ruining his neighborhood white (laughs) (laughs) it's mac tonight white oh lord (laughs) practical white man with a practical car proactive criminal thinking about that outside the box white well he's thinking inside the box that ronald mcdonald's money box <laughs> yes he is adds extra sugar to the large sweet tea black the back of my eyelids black <laughs> duck dynasty watcher the correct I answer is black. oh black the correct answer yes. is white he was a white man a couple of you got it right Some of you got it wrong. Some of you got it wrong. The crowd is not too pleased with you. Terrible start for some of you guys. Hopefully you can redeem yourself soon. There are certain places that should remain sacred. There are certain people who we tend to hold in high esteem. The church, the pastor, and the deacons fall into those categories. A story emerged from Mobile, Alabama, and it's leaving some people perplexed Uh-oh. and shaking their head at how violence and criminality can seep into the realm of the godly. A man, Simone Moore, and his elderly mother, Agolia, reportedly loaned the new Welcome Baptist Church some money. When Moore, his money approached church officials, including some more his mother and coach approached church officials, including some deacons and the pastor, something went terribly wrong in a court case. Moore is accused of accusing the deacons of beating and stabbing him and his mother in a church office. Wow. Mm-hmm. The blood of Jesus meets the blood of Simone Moore. Yeah, no, the blood of Je- I don't know. Mm-mm. It wasn't involved in this one. Jesus was like, get my blood off of that. I ain't got nothing to do with this. Making matters worse, Moore claims that the church pa- senior pastor also took part in the melee. <gasps> oh, snap. He's like, I'm about to get involved. And uh, lay some hands on y'all. The land, motor hands, a knife, and anything else I can attack you with. As a result, more his mother are suing Pastor Daryl Riley and the deacons Harvey Hunt, Edwin Woods, Kevin Davis of uh, Mobile County, Mobile County Circuit Court, according to the count court documents. Uh, Moore's mother, who was sixty nine, was injured so badly she needed stitches and skin grafts. Oh shit! They whooped that old woman's ass. Yes, they did. Mm. Well, they say spoil the rod, spare the rod, spoil the child, you know. 
Amongst other things, the court reported. Could you imagine talking about in the name of Jesus? Was like, look, don't be putting my name in that ass whooping. Amongst other things, the court report claims that the plaintiff was attacked by Harvey Hunt, a deacon of the church, who charged the plaintiff with a knife and cut the plaintiff on the plaintiff's hand as the plaintiff attempted to defend himself. Wow. Harvey Hunt then cut the plaintiff on his face under the eye and forehead, leaving a four-inch scar above the plaintiff's eye. As the plaintiff was struggling with Harvey Hunt, he was attacked by Pastor Daryl Riley, Deacon Earl Wood, and Deacon Kevin da- Kelvin Davis. <laughs> oh, the whole crew! And was striking him in the face. Simone... Moore was also struck in the ribs, causing numerous severely bruised ribs. The court report uh, also goes on to outline injuries inflicted upon Agolia Moore and what she tried to intervene. So she tried to save her baby's life, and they said, yo, old ass can get some Some too. Yes, you can. So uh, I guess the race of the people on the church staff that uh, had to lay hands on the elderly and uh add a couple more names to the sick and shut-in list if you yes, know what I mean. Yes, they did. I won't be getting no ties on them two no more. The Church of World Star Regin A Regin Ass Regin. Oh snap. Extra crispy four piece black. One who introduces <laughs> Jackson Heights on Randy Watson. Oh Lord. <laughs> uh welcome, welcome, welcome black. Welcome <laughs> black, welcome black. The worst episode of Amen ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it is. Uh, church of Chicken and Watermelon Black. Oh, Those who wear Steve Harvey suits to that church every weekend. Aww. Has a building fund and haven't put anything in it the last 50 years black. Please, please don't be black, which I believe is black. <laughs> that counts as black. Listen, they black, they all black. <laughs> And black is G- the Jesus on the stained glass window. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. Well, the correct answer is, is black. black. I don't think nobody got that one wrong. <laughs> they was all black, y'all. As black as that picture of Jesus that got up there with an afro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, we need to get into the bonus round already, man. Let's uh, Let's do this. That's right. It's the bonus round of Guess the Race, where we have double the points and double the racism. Some of you guys already missed that first one, got off to a bad start, but this is your chance to get yourself back in the game. Mm-hmm. Everybody that participates in Guess the Race wins the take-home prize of watching the CNN news and thinking to themselves, whenever they find a white girl, of course. Oh. <laughs> Let's get back into this. <clears throat> A wanted felon was caught because he took up two parking spaces. Oh, snap. A New York man wanted for several crimes, including most recently felony violation of parole or probation, was apprehended thanks to a terrible parking job. Matthew Bergeron was sought by authorities in Shahari County for a probation violation charged stemming from a prior conviction of criminal possession of a controlled substance and a misdemeanor violation of probation warrant. Uh, he was previously convicted of a criminal possession of a hypodermic needle. The Richmondville resident drew the attention of a passing state police investigator at the pallet truck stop in Rotterdam where he was spotted taking up two parking spaces after backing up crookedly. Upon exiting his vehicle, Bergeron was immediately recognized by the investigator and taken into custody without incident. 
he was charged with the aforementioned felony violation of probation as well as aggravated unlicensed operation bergeron also is a suspect in the ongoing burglary investigation and multiple uh-huh. warrants out for his arrest guess the race what a terrible fucking Say his way name again, baby his name was his name is his name damn it uh matthew bergeron matthew bergeron um let's see uh snow negra double parking my sway bro white i didn't know i couldn't do that the world's dumbest criminals white white friend of ron burgundy that's a good one. think you threw a burrito out the window first white <laughs> cumulus colored cracker uh the correct answer is, is white When do you guess Negro? Somebody was wrong. You were wrong. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, let's play another one. New Zealand. I'm feeling like New Zealand. Anyway, an outrageous New Zealand radio DJ accidentally sent a photo of his pork sausage to a Paralympian about to compete in an international swimming event. Not his pork sausage. That's the new word for dick. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's trying to be uh, edgy like loose dog in the morning. Yeah. The New Zealand Herald reports the Edge morning host Dominic Harvey sent a picture of his genitals to multiple gold medalist Sophie Pascoe through Snapchat, a <laughs> social media app that sends temporary images wow yeah a lot of people use this for sexting because what it is you send it to someone in snapchat they're supposed to be able to see it but only for a few seconds and then it goes away and there's no history that you sent them a picture of your dick oh so it doesn't like sit and hang around or anything like that obviously you could easily just like do a freeze do a, a picture of your screen with your phone and you'd have the copy of it so i don't know why it's such a big deal that's true too do do you think well like hey ladies you want to wake up here's some pork sausage with your morning mm-hmm. here's my incredibly disappearing dick agree oh, yes quickly you gotta catch it while you can pasco was in canada is hot pasco was in canada competing in the ipc championship when ha- harvey's nether regions appeared on her social media feed i just finished eating dinner open snapchat awkward surprise the paralympian treated tweeted before winning gold in the 100 meters freestyle in world record time so that dick probably motivated her to do better you bet you did harvey said the picture was intended for his radio producer sophie hallwhite when he apologized to pasco an ambassador for beef and lamb new zealand so sorry about the snapchat i know you like beef and lamb but nobody deserves a surprise pork sausage he wrote Uh, and i I hate that whoever he ousted like whoever he was supposed to send it to is like nah that went for you that was the for the producer of the show yeah that that's not sexual harassment come on now she looking like the controversial host later took to twitter to defend himself not sure how it's news nobody involved is offended or upset and i'm in no employment trouble it's a non-story uh harvey's employer media work said the incident was just a stupid mistake no one feels stupider than dom himself but he has apologized no disciplinary action is planned guess the race mm. and he's also made a career i'm saying outrageous things on twitter he was suspended in 2010 following a song about a tv presenters presenters lesbian relationship so he, that's the kind of guy he's edgy guys he mm-hmm. likes to get suspended 
had to delete all the stuff off twitter and itunes and facebook one who would get beat up by a kangaroo shrimp on the barbie white one who creates a fake twitter account in support of his favorite dude bro podcast oscar p ain't got jack on me blade run my instagram white oh snap more of a cocktail wiener white kiwi kiwi i don't know if that's white I don't know what race that is anthony wiener's personal dj white Oh snap! Can't geist these pedos. Can't geist these pedos anything. Give these pedos anything. Okay, can't give these pedos anything. Egg toast and brown pork sausage. No speaker to English. Black folks. <laughs> black folks don't share pork. White. <laughs> the correct answer is white. I think everyone got that. They say kiwi is a nickname for New Zealanders. Kiwi is a nickname for what? New Zealanders. Okay. All right, man. You guys all got that right. I know that one. Um, Now, of course, we do have to talk about something that's very near and dear to our heart, guys. Sore ratchetness. We cannot walk away from the show without a little sore ratchetness, guys. Manchester, New Hampshire. A New Hampshire man was arrested after he brandished a sword and chased his neighbor down the street during a dispute. Oh, my. Happened at 7.30 p.m. on Tuesdays. When officers arrived, they were met by 39-year-old Lake Avenue resident and his 19-year-old girlfriend who claimed to have been threatened by their neighbor who was armed with a machete or sword. 39 and 19. Hmm. Getting them out the crib, huh? The couple, out. The couple told police... You can walk now? Come on over here. The couple told police the suspect began yelling... Uh, okay. Began yelling at them from his third floor residence while they were outside the wow. argument allegedly escalated and the suspect went back into his department apartment and returned moments later with a sword were you gonna say something i'm just like wow just uh, hey hey you girl you down now <laughs> you you cradle robber the, the suspect <laughs> the suspect then briefly chased his lake avenue neighbor with a sword the couple said as the suspect headed back to the residence he allegedly stopped and pointed the sword at the girlfriend and warned her to keep her boyfriend away Police identified the suspect as 38-year-old Derek Russell, who has been charged with two counts of felony criminal threatening. Neighbors told police they had seen Russell armed with a sword chasing the neighbor through the parking lot towards Lake Avenue. The sword was a 36-inch blade was recovered by police. Just so sad. Wow. I know. So sad that people feel that they have to do that just because they have a sword, you know? um all right man that's been it for the week we will be back on sunday yes we will and uh of course we'll uh i'll be on saturday for feedback, for feedback show uh no, got stuff to say send yeah. it on in sure you guys sending your feedback uh i love you karen love you too baby so until tomorrow uh tomorrow say, i mean saturday okay let me let me say it one more time until saturday this has been brought to you by shadow dog productions at tweakedaudio.com, put in the code TBGWT and help us get that paper. So, <clears throat> until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.